0: Some people can read War and Peace and come away thinking it's a simple adventure story. Others can read the ingredients on a chewing gum wrapper and unlock the greatest movie of all time. Today on the show, Superman.
1: It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie. How- come on and hear me. It's, it's, movie 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 podcast, it's greatest movie Future. podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the podcast, it. it's it's greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie Come on and hear me. the greatest movie
0: podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. Welcome everybody to the greatest movie of all time podcast The show in which I, your co-host, Superfly, Rick Barrasso
1: And I, Superbosky, Breck
0: Where to watch every single movie ever made And we are going to help figure out which is the
1: greatest of them all How are you doing today, Derek? I'm doing great because I'm. I just found out yesterday, Rick, that I'm actually from Krypton.
0: Oh, okay, that's that's good. I mean, yeah,
1: I'm excited about it. I was wondering what my powers were. You know, at 34 years old, and I was told that I was just one of the odd ones who just never got powers. So
0: you would be like, you'd be like, you'd be like a paraplegic on Krypton with a like with a red sun. So. You came yeah. to Earth, and like you just have like r- normal faculties.
1: Yeah, I was just told that like I eat a lot and I'm fast at it. Oh, that's like, good. Oh, this, is, this is all power. Yeah, I mean it's not really doing a lot for my body, but you know.
0: I mean, it's, we're not doing Superman two, so like the weird shit, like you know, he kisses Lois Lane and like her memory disappears, and or like he takes the S and turns into like a weird tinfoil weapon. I don't know. Richard Lester took over that movie and it got, it got, it got strange. Um, but okay. we're not talking about Superman two. We are talking about Superman one Superman, the movie from 1978. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, let's take care of some business. Uh, last week we had an episode on Iron Man where we kicked off the MCU in earnest. Um, we had Michelle Forziati, of course, on the show uh, on that episode. It's a great one check it out check any of our library out on spotify apple Podcasts, whatever app you use subscribe review if you can it'd be extremely helpful for the show and if you enjoyed that episode or if anything else you want us to cover let us know on social media we are the greatest movie of all time podcast on facebook we're at great movie cast on twitter we're at rick and Rec on instagram and you can always email us at greatestmoviepod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and of course, as our old friend and friend of our subject this week would say, tell your friends about us. But now look up in the sky. Superman, the movie, is a 1978 adventure film directed by Richard Donner. It stars Christopher Reeve as Clark Kent slash Superman. Uh, Marlon Brando as Jorel. Uh, somebody should wake him up and tell him the movie started shooting. Uh, Margot Kidder <laughs> as Lois Lane. Ned Beatty as Otis and Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. It made $300.5 million on a $55 million budget. There's a 7.4 in the internet movie database, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 81% on Metacritic. Ebert, four out of four, Superman is a pure delight. Jeff Jeff Andrews from Time Out says, by keeping the spectacular possibilities open, Through the opening scenes of the destruction of Krypton and the subsequent growth to manhood of the planet's only son on the plains of the Midwest, the film allows uh, naivete and knowingness to coexist. Pauline Kale, Oh boy, it's been a while since we had Pauline. Um, But uh, she doesn't like it. She says, quote, Superman does not have enough conviction or courage to be solidly square and dumb. It keeps pushing smarmy, big emotions at us, but half-heartedly, which is a bizarre critique because, if anything, this movie wears its heart on its sleeve to, like, maybe its detriment. Um, my opinion. Uh, but you know what? I, they don't pay me uh, to, to review movies. Um, New Yorker, if you, want, if you want my take, I'm, I'm available. Um, Derek, have you, uh, have you seen this movie before?
1: This isn't the first time I've ever seen it. I've never, ever in my entire life, ever saw a Superman movie. Really?
0: No, no, Um, not a single Superman movie.
1: Not a Superman fan. Not really a fan. And not because I dislike him. It's just, it just doesn't catch me. And I don't go out of my way to go see Superman movies. I'm much more of a Batman fan as far as DC goes. But um, I just found it really really interesting. I, uh, you know, I watched it last night late. Uh, You know, I, I rented it on YouTube and uh you know, I just thought it was uh i mean it's you know, free on h b o max i mean fuck, <laughs> but i mean it was a, it was three dollars you to cry about it, but um yeah, very interesting, and, and we'll definitely get to how i felt about it
0: so here there's two things that that caught me about this, and it's like i I very much enjoyed seeing the um sort of the genesis of what a superhero movie is because really this is the first superhero movie other than like Batman 66 mm-hmm. uh, so it's like it was interesting to see them like figure out like what are the building blocks of this genre uh, and two this movie was very much released the year after Star Wars yep um, but listen you can put 60 seconds on the, or 30 seconds on the clock I'm not going to take 30 seconds to tell you what this movie is about um, but
1: all right. Let's, look, look, look. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to give you a little countdown and I'm going to okay. count in my head. I'm going to count superhuman fast. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go.
0: Listen, guys, it's Superman. He's sent off his dying planet. He's raised by a kindly Kansas couple. He saves the world from Lex Luthor and like a weird uh, real estate scheme. He falls in love with Lois Lane. He inspires everyone to try and do a little bit better in their everyday life. That's it. That's right. Superman
1: all right about 17 seconds
0: yeah listen you you guys everyone knows the story even if you don't know this movie you know the story um but let's talk about what we liked about it yeah you know, Derek what the, as, as we do each week of course we go through our three favorite scenes Derek what is your third favorite scene
1: so I have a lot of clusters in here and sure. one uh, is my bronze and that's anytime he's Clark Kent. I thought that Christopher Reeve was very versatile and fun. And I could tell while watching it what he based his character off of, or at least I thought. And the trivia on IMDb confirmed that for me. And uh, he, he definitely based his character off of Cary Grant in the movie Bringing Up Baby, uh, which I've seen multiple times because G is a big fan. And I really, really loved him. I thought he does a great job. And, and I, I think what I like a, a lot about him is that he's Clark Kent, he's just kind of goofball or whatever, but when he's Superman, he's not a prick. Yeah. So that's the difference. He's a, he's a good guy both times. He's just a different guy. And I'm going
0: to, yeah, I'm going to, I fully expect I'm going to have a, 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 wild wax poetic about, uh, about Christopher Reeve. And, and when we get to medals. Um, but yeah, no, you're, I, I, you're absolutely right.
1: And I, I, again, I've never seen Superman before. I've never seen a Christopher Reeve movie before. I've never seen any of his acting, but I, I thought he had a lot of charm and I, 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 I love him as Superman, of course, but as Clark Kent, you know, he, he goes the full mile there and just, it's almost slapsticky. Right, And I really enjoyed that about it. So uh, my bronze is basically any time he is Clark Kent. Uh,
0: my number three scene is the interview scene with Lois, not when they go flying. That's the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> and she'd read poetry. That's bizarre. Uh, but the the scene where they're like flirting basically and she's like you know what you know what color underwear are you using or, or what color underwear am I wearing and he's like oh you're just you know just mine's lead uh, lead planter or whatever and just they're like back and forth like Margot Kidder and Christopher Reeve like it's it's such the dynamic of you know and I'm a big Superman fan I'm a big fan of all the, the superheroes we're covering this month um but just the the dynamic of of superman and lois you know as like the you know sort of the big cheesy dude like straightforward country boy uh and just like this uh city girl basically who's like just completely charmed by the straightforward good dude and when you get two pros like reeve and kidder in this it's just it's 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 just a wonderful scene i think um what is your number two
1: so everything you just said, I 100% agree with. Yeah. Uh, this is my number two scene. Yeah. And I also agree with you that when they're flying and in the air and the poetry is the worst part of the movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just everything you said, the interview is very fun. It, it's quirky. It's uh, I love the back and forth, the, the flirting and stuff. It's just It was just written really well. And I thought that I, you know, going into this movie, I was just kind of like, oh, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. I don't. Do do I like this? I don't know if I like this and stuff. And and I did like that scene was I think my first the first scene that I saw that I was like maybe not the first scene I saw but it was one of them that right away I was like this is going to be in my top three. Yeah. You know so but then they go they go into the flying thing and I was like okay well everything before this yeah but you you said it all it's just a great it's a great scene for dialogue and uh, that's my number two. Yeah.
0: Uh, So my number two is the big Superman and Lex scene the showdown where uh they just let gene hackman off the fucking leash and it's great and he's he's just perfect as like so the character of lex luthor is is interesting because there are really two separate versions of lex one is like a crazy mad scientist and that's sort of like the first half of existence is existence and the second half is like, he's basically like a shitty businessman, like an evil businessman, right? And it's it's interesting to see how the... He, he always lets Luthor reflect the worst parts of American society, right? Whereas Superman will always reflect the best parts of American society. And this moment, the late 70s, where it's like, this guy's using his intellect to be shitty to people like it's to to be so, just to think he's so much smarter to like try to get away with something it's very like he's he's very like like Nixon if Nixon was a lot more clever like just he mm-hmm. thinks he's better than you and there's nothing you can do about it and he is incredibly clever like he has like this word play and you know again we're th- with Superman just being so straightforward and be like enough of this, like enough of your bullshit. Like, let's like, I'm going to, I'm going to take you down basically. And the great reveal with the, uh, with the kryptonite and you know, Lex is that smart. He's figured it out. Um, He beat Superman. And like, if he wasn't, and he's basically hoisted by his own petard, like if he wasn't so shitty to his underlings, like he would have won. Right. But that's just who he is. And that's just who Superman is. You know, Superman inspires hope, and Lex inspires derision and mutiny.
1: Oh, yeah, I, 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 we haven't brought up Game of Thrones in a long time, Rick, but I oh. do feel like, I do feel like Superman is like that, like, kind of like Ned Stark, yeah. kind of like that brave, naive type of person, and Lex Luthor is kind of like a little finger, um, and that whole season one kind of battle there. Um, Lex,
0: at his, at his, be- the character, I mean, this is a comic book Lex, like, is, is time when Lannister, basically?
1: Right, like right, he, right. I yeah. think, it, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's that it's that dynamic, and that's why it works in Game of Thrones as well. It's like yeah. you want to root for Ned Stark because he is the guy who's just like, this is what's right, and you can dress it up like however you want. Like, I'm going to do the right thing no matter what. Yep. Whereas Lex is like, again, he's the worst parts of humanity, he's the worst parts of American society, where he's just like, I'm going to, you know, do what works best for me like at and either to stroke my own ego or gain myself power or whatever. And, you know, obviously you get somebody with the, the skill of Gene Hackman and, yep. you know, you get Christopher Reeve who's just perfect in this role. Yeah. It's, it just, it just works for me. So what is your, uh, what's your number one scene?
1: Uh, despite the fact that I think that everybody on the planet at that time uh, considers that Marlon Brando completely phoned in his performance. I have to say that uh, my number one is all of the Krypton stuff yeah um i it's I'm so very intriguing. Aware that it was 19 yeah i was very aware that it was 1978 and i'm going oh boy here come mm-hmm. the effects that i certainly love during star wars although again we've already discussed the fact that if i was in if i was in 1977 watching that movie i'm sure i would have been blown away by star yeah. wars effects um and this but but i was uh pleasantly surprised by the the cool sci-fi-ness of of all that stuff um the 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 set pieces and the and the dialogue and, and I, I like the costumes and stuff. And I was kind of, I thought it was cool that, you know, um, <clears throat> jor am I saying that right? Jor-El. Jor-El, Jor-El. Jor-El, had like the same S in his shirt. And it was like, that's just part of their family type mm-hmm. thing. Um, I, thought and it was I really, didn't know
0: really like into the research. Like I did not know that Marlon Brando decided that like that would be their family crest. Cause that is like, baked into the superman mythology at this point is that
1: yeah yeah you know, it it's, means it's the Brando. s it means it yeah. means
0: hope in krypton right like in, in the yeah. language of krypton
1: definitely and i and i really loved that opening scene too of um i, th- I think this is like my favorite part of the krypton stuff was like when they arrested General Zod and his his guns his yeah. or whatever. And, and I, that cool little jail thing with the, the swirly thing. The Phantom and, Zone, yeah. And then I, I remember seeing in Family Guy when they make fun of, like, people getting thrown into a mirror <laughs> or yeah. whatever. And I didn't really understand it until I watched it. And I was like, oh, wow, they're, like, imprisoned in this, like, mirror thing. But, um, yeah, all the Krypton stuff was just very interesting. And I kind of felt like when it got to all the city stuff, I was kind of like, all right, all right. I go back to Krypton, even though it's blown up. Uh, I just like that a lot more. I like the sci-fi ness of it a lot more, I think. But uh, that's my favorite part.
0: Yeah, i I think, I think the the it's 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 such a universal moment where it's the parents wanting the better life for their child, and it, it just yeah. it it resonates. You can put it in a comic book, you can put it in a movie, you can put it in you know, there's probably like a biblical story that I'm, I'm not, you know, thinking of where it's just like, they're, you know, the parents are giving up their child, you know, and right. it's very, like, it's very like Moses, like, you know, they put the baby in the basket, um, yeah. you know, and it's like, you are going to, you're going to make the world so much better, but we can't come with you. Add to that, like the trappings of like the phantom zone and like this weird crystal planet. And, you know, it I, I think Brando's performance, I think it works on the planet because it's like a weird, like, it's just a weird environment. And it's like he's very yeah. reserved. And it's like, well, everyone's kind of reserved on the planet. Once he's like in the, you know, talking to his son, it's like, okay, like nobody talks to their child like that. That's not like, it doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah. And, you know, Christopher Reeve was very, um, very uh, open about his feelings on Brando's performance, which which is a shame because, like, uh, man. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to talk about the bad stuff here, but um, my number one, moving on to that, is the scene where Superman saves Lois for the first time. And Lois is, come, like, falling off the, uh, the helicopter. And he, like, you know, he just comes in. He's like, Uh, you know, who's, you know, uh, don't worry, miss. I've got you, you know, who, Oh, you got me. Who's got you? Like, it's just, it's perfect. And it's like, you see everyone just looking up, you know, no, you know, look up in the sky. It's the, you know, it's, it's the um, it's, it's such a almost uh, like it uses a joke, you know, it's, it's it's, as, you know, look up in the sky, it's Superman, but you see these people just showing, you know, seeing awe, like showing awe, like seeing this man who's just, he's just saving someone. He's doing the right thing. And I, it's just a a super iconic moment, you know, no pun intended, just incredibly iconic moment where it's Superman saving Lois Lane. Like you can't fuck with it. Honestly. And just one little honorable mention to the very opening of the movie where you have the, like the comic book opening. And it's, it's just, uh, to me, it's very cool. So we talked about our favorite stuff. Let's talk about our least favorite parts of the movie. What doesn't work for us necessarily? What do you have, there?
1: Well, I think we already kind of talked about it for the most part, and that is, I thought the uh, the cheesiness of the the poetry in the sky of yeah. her brain talking. It was just the dialogue was not good. Yeah, um, and know, I very poor. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I I, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's it sticks out so much like that scene. It's, yeah. It's like a weird, like it does not belong in the rest of the movie whatsoever. It's right.
1: It's Yeah, it's just very cheesy and, and, and whatnot. And that's basically it, though. Um, I'm not saying that I adored the movie, but I, I definitely, there wasn't a lot of to, to dislike yeah. from me about it. I mean, yeah. um, I think it really worked, especially for its time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that if I went to go see that movie in 1978, I would have been a big fan of it. Right. Um. You know, I would have been like, "Oh, this is really good," and the acting was really good. You know, and I, you know, we have mentioned Brando phoned it in and stuff, but I still enjoyed. Brando. It's still think, Brando. Think, you
0: know, it's even Brando it's phoning it in. Just, yeah, and
1: I'm 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 watching Brando most of the time, just in awe of seeing Marlon Brando. Yeah. Um. And just watching it, just being like, "This is cool. He's Superman's dad." Like, I don't care that his yeah. performance is crappy or that he made a million dollars a day, basically. <laughs> uh. You know. But I just think that like just seeing him is cool. So that's basically the only thing that I have really negative about it.
0: Yeah, I think so for me. Um, I wish it was like a little bit less 70s, and what I mean by that is I wish it was, I wish it was more, a bit more like timeless. Like, there's that one scene where like Superman changes into the outfit in public for the first time, and then the guy's like, That is one bad outfit, and I was like, Oh, that, yeah, yeah, I was like, Oh, okay, like, yeah, this was made. <laughs> it's like, this took me out of the timelessness right, like where right. Superman should be a little bit. Um, yeah. and the other thing is like. Would, it, would a world government really just ignore uh, an impending ecological disaster, like in total bad faith when it would be like planet ending? I don't know if a government would do that. Do you think do you think government would do that in real life? I mean,
1: I mean, un- under uh, behind the curtain. Sure.
0: I, I don't I don't I don't know I don't, I, if there was like some kind of, uh, you know, weird, like change to the climate for some reason that was definitely happening. And, you know, the world's government just didn't do anything. I don't know if that's believable. Um, I mean,
1: the world, the world's government, maybe the United States.
0: Government. The world, the world's governments. I just, I mean, mm. uh, so let's go to medals. Um, who do you have for bronze? Uh,
1: my bronze goes to Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Bra- Brando almost made my list, but I realized that, you know, after reading a lot too, like just the fact that he just didn't remember anything. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, just like you know, Gene Hackman had a uh, very different Lex Luthor than I thought I was going to see. Cause I'm used to like the, the, the iconic bald genius trying to yeah. like destroy everything. This was a little bit more like I'm going to destroy, you know, California and this division. Like, it was just different, but I think Gene Hackman is just one of those actors where I always overlook him, but then I see him in a movie and I go, wow, he's different in this one. Yeah. And he's different in this one. And he's not the same as he is in the birdcage for instance um but he delivers his lines very well and he's just a masterful actor and uh i i, I think he's uh i just liked all the lines that he had they were, the script was written really nicely and i yeah. think he delivered them all really well Oh, and his, so. his
0: delivery he's my bronze medal winner as well like he just chews on some of those lines where he's, there's one that is just like oh don't worry like superman's like struggling with the kryptonite and he's like don't worry superman we all have our faults mine's in california and he's just like (laughs) so happy to be evil (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and and it's just like he's hanging around like otis and and miss tessmacher they're like hanging around him it's like why are these people around this guy like why is he associating with them like it's 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 bizarre relationship and it's just it's such a comic book you know Movie thing where it's like don't think about it too much, just like they're are sidekicks, uh, but he's right. He's just he's so smarmy and like he he goes he he really does justice to the character, which hasn't always happened uh, on right. screen. So yeah, for uh, yeah for silver,
1: my silver goes to Christopher Reeve, uh, and I had mentioned before that I I was just pleasantly surprised and happy by his performance. I thought he nailed Clark Kent. I thought he nailed Superman. Uh, I love his every time he does something like where he saves somebody, he's like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very just kind of like, I just, it just it's it was just funny, you know? And uh, um, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the, the teenage version of him was a little bit more like, I have something to fucking prove. Yeah. To my friends and the people who are mean to me. And Superman, he's just kind of like, well, you know. <laughs> This is the double life I have to live. And he's just very subtle about it. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I, did, um, I did a special thing this episode where I recasted this movie in 1978. And I also recasted it in modern times. Okay. And you made, we made I, a I had
0: strategic a- error because as I was looking for my uh, my Superman recast, Superman recast, uh, I was like, oh, these are all the same people I'm looking at at Captain America
1: next week. <laughs> yeah no, i know i totally get that um yeah. but but for me like for 78 especially me and gia were looking through lists upon lists and we're like there's not a lot of actors that could have nailed this like christopher reeve there, did he just has that
0: there's one that i came across in the research i was like he could have done it uh, well
1: you, you may you may like mine or dislike okay. mine gia brought his name up and i went holy shit for 78 for 78 we saw pictures of him and we're like whoa so, um, but yeah, so I, I think Christopher Reed, like, like I said, there's not a lot of actors who, who could have really pulled it off like he did. So yeah. props to him.
0: So my silver, and I'm pretty sure our silver and gold are just going to flip flop, but my silver is John Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking audacity to release this score and Star Wars in back to back years.
1: What you kind know what, of fucking though? hot streak? Like, you know what's crazy about it? Because, I mean, obviously, I, I think you can probably figure out that he's my gold at this yeah. point. But, you, crazily enough, I didn't hear a whole lot of Star Wars in this, which obviously, yeah. John Williams, he has to, the mastermind he is, is like, I have to create a different score. It's going to be a different feel. I heard a lot of Harry Potter in a lot of it, yeah. which was nuts. Yeah. Um, what a mastermind. Yeah.
0: Oh. The, the Superman theme, I think, might be his best. Like his his best single piece, like it,
1: it, it's definitely. I will say that it's definitely as epic, if not more epic, than the Indiana Jones theme. But I can't say it's better. Yeah. But it's like, how many times can this guy like knock all the pins down?
0: How many, how many home runs can you hit? Like it's it's
1: he's crazy. Like, he's like Barry Bonds in two thousand one.
0: He is. Uh, yeah. He's like he's being intentionally walked with bases loaded. Like it's 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 wild. But no, you Barry could,
1: Bonds was walked one hundred times. If he wasn't, he would have had a hundred home runs. Yeah
0: he, I mean, Williams, like, you can put the Superman theme on in any activity, like, doing whatever you want, and it sounds like you're saving the world. Yeah. Like, it sounds, it, it's just, I mean, how many times is this guy just gonna fucking destroy the task in front of him? Like, he's just, he's so good, it's outrageous.
1: You, you uh, know what, though, and I have to say, just to, you know, just, uh, I'm probably not even gonna have to go when I was when it's, when it's my goal, I'm saying everything now, but it's like, Derek, did you like Superman? Yeah, it was pretty good. You add John Williams' music? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That's the difference in my tone of like, John Williams can make a movie two points higher than it should should be.
0: Yeah. You so you, as you said, Williams is your is your gold. Um, yep. You know, my gold is Christopher Reeve. Yep. And I think there have been very few times, you know, we, we talked last week about like, is is Rob Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, the best piece of casting, you know, in, uh, you know, in movie history. And it's, I think it's the most consequential, you know, I think it's, it's the, it's the most clutch home run, right. That then that anyone's ever hit. Yeah, But I don't know if there is anyone as perfect at the right time for a role as Christopher Reeve as Superman. Like there's, there's nobody. Like again, there's. I, I looked through, you know, the the possible, you know, cast at the time, and, you know, I was, you know, I was looking. It's like, oh, there's like some big names that were considered, and I was like, oh, there's one that you know, I think that might work, but nobody would have played it like he did. There's, there's unless a, a,
1: unless you're talking about our real gold, which is Al Pacino. Al Pacino.
0: <laughs> so, Lois is like. Uh, so 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 Superman, how um how how big are you? I mean, how, how tall are you? He's like, I'm about five six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he has the same voice as Clark Kent. She's like, hmm. What happened to our date, Lois? We had a date. <laughs> She's like, hmm. I don't know. They seem kind of similar. <laughs> He's like
0: taking over her
1: poem. He's like,
0: I'll take this one, Lois. Can you read my mind? <laughs> um. No, so but but Christopher Reeve, there, there's this video going around Twitter recently, just coincidentally, because we've been planning on doing this movie for a while. That it's like this is the greatest special effect in a superhero movie ever, and it's just the scene where Christopher Reeve is Clark, and he's in Lois's apartment, and he straightens his shoulders, and he just like changes his posture, and it's looking at two different people. Yeah. And it's so brilliant that just this little adjustment and he's, he's two different guys, you know, he takes the glasses off. He changes the look on his face. He deepened, you know, he puts some bass in his voice and it's, it's such a brilliant performance I feel like. And yeah, they struck gold in hitting the, the absolute right casting almost to his detriment because, you know, the rest of his career, he was just like the Superman guy. You know, he, he yep. didn't have too many other hits. And despite the fact that he's an
1: excellent actor, and if, you know, Can you talk about in, how, yeah. How random it is too, that like two actors that play Superman, George Reeves, and then Christopher Reeve, like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. That's like um, the craziest coincidence ever. I feel like it's not a lot of actors play Superman up to that point.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, there have been a lot of takes on the character, you know, and some I've enjoyed more than others, but, you know, in going through recasting, uh, you know, just to, to get ideas, the one that kept popping up was just like, just use CGI to recreate Christopher Reeve and have him be, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's like, you know, if like, if, you know, cause I think, um, you know, I, I think you know, different Superman you know superman actors have done a great job i think henry cavill is a great superman i think his the the material he's been given to work
1: with has kind of let him down um or even uh brandon ruth like brandon routh, yeah like i'm just I'm, I'm, just the fear of fact that he looks like christopher reeve like holy yeah. shit. the problem
0: with brandon routh is that he is playing christopher reeve playing superman
1: right right exactly
0: yeah. I'd love to see him. He did something on, on TV. He did like a, on the CW where he played kind of a, you know, a different version and he was, he was able to let loose and he was excellent. And he's a, he's a great actor. Like he's another guy that just like, he, he kind of like playing Superman kind of ended up defining his career. Um, right. And
1: I, and I, again, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I have seen clips of it and just the, the fact that he looks just like Christopher Reeve and it looks like he's trying to act like him. I could totally see yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but yes, you know, as, as we get to it, let's uh, let's go to recasting. So I have got Superman slash Clark, I've got Lois, I've got Jorel, and I've got Lex. That's me too. I
1: got
0: those okay. four. Right, well, do you want me to go
1: first since I have 78 as well? Yeah,
0: let's go through your let's let's go through your your yours first. I mean let's let's do character by character, but let's go start with Jorel.
1: Okay. So my uh my Jorel from seventy eight is Sean Connery. I like it. I was trying to think like who feels like a dad, but seventy eight is that is that too early for Sean Connery because he's still kind of young? I'm like, no, I no, it's he, a baby. It's a it's a baby yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like so that, that a lot. That that I can
0: definitely see it's like, yes, you are my son, Kaleo.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And my my modern day is actually Liam Neeson.
0: I like that. I like that.
1: Um, and I think uh, Liam Neeson has like a certain warmth about him. Yeah. That like, he's warm, but he's also like very stern. And I, it, not a lot of actors can do that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my J.R.L. Yeah. So I
0: went with an actor who I feel is, um, he's, well, he's, he's almost more known for being famous than he is being an actor, but I think mm-hmm. he is an excellent actor. Uh, George Clooney. For Jarell. Okay, interesting. I could see him being, because he has that like kind of weird age. Like, if I asked you how old George Clooney is, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. He's that kind of like weird, timeless. Like, yeah, you know. And and it's like he 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 lends. I I I, I tried to be like, oh, like let's get a you know sort of big name, a famous person. Like, I try to kind of. Um, match up the level of like fame and, and you know, as, as far as like the, the characters, uh, and my yep. casting. Uh, so let's go. Let's go, Lex. Who you have for you here for Lex?
1: All right. So, uh, <laughs> my 1978 Lex Luthor is Gene Wilder.
0: I like that uh, a lot. I, I really yeah. do.
1: Yeah. I just thought, um, I mean, 78 Gene Wilder, it's perfect. It's like four years or yeah. three years after Willy Wonka. He's like starting to do all those crazy comedies that we love, yeah. Blazing Saddles and stuff. He'd have that like,
0: clever, just, yeah. like, I am smarter than you. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. You can fly around the sun 10,000 times. I'm smarter than you.
1: He, 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 has, he has all of that. And he has like that also, like that loose cannon stuff too. Yeah. What would just make him a very fun villain to watch. Yeah. Um, and then my modern day Lex Luthor is a little bit more conniving, and a little bit more kind of getting under Superman's skin. As I mm-hmm. went with Edward Norton, I like that. I like and that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, I knew I knew I was doing well with this mm-hmm. one. So I'm glad that you agree with yeah. everything I'm doing so far. But please call me out if you don't agree.
0: <laughs> I no, I I have, I have no problem. I always do if I have a problem with yours. But no, I, I've liked yours so far. So my Lex is so. Lex and this is coming more like a little bit from a comic thing like you know Lex believes ultimately the reason he hates Superman is because deep down Lex believes that he should get the credit for being like the best guy in the world Mm -hmm. and it like it drives him crazy that just like someone can just show up and be fucking Superman so my Lex is going to be someone where like, okay, I believe that he, if he looks in the mirror, he can look at himself and be like, I'm the best guy. And it's not a, the same type. This guy's a great actor, but he doesn't usually play this type of character. Uh, Bradley Cooper. That's Lex Luthor.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's about time that we get to see him play a villainous character. Yeah.
0: He does. He like...
1: We know he has the range.
0: He absolutely does. Um, I, I, I think he'd, he'd really work. So let's go to Lois. Who do you have? Which
1: actually, I'm just thinking about a wedding crashers. He's a, such a he dick does, in that he's movie. Such, he's a dick,
0: but he's not like Lex Luthor. Like he's,
1: <laughs> right, right. I, yeah. yeah, I was just correcting myself and yeah. saying that he doesn't always yeah, like right, right. um, So, you, I, you might not, uh, most people listening might not know this this actress specifically because she wasn't really like super famous. But if you are a James Bond fan, you will know who she is, especially if you are familiar with the 70s Bond movies. Uh, Bond movie called Moonraker that came out at the same time, about 79. And the Bond girl is an actress by the name of Lois Childs. And no pun intended, I didn't mean that. But if you look her up and you look at she's a brunette, she's really beautiful. I've had a crush on her since I was a kid. I saw her in Moonraker and then I saw her in Creepshow 2. And she was very good in that as well. And I just, when I was watching the movie, I kind of kept thinking of Lois Childs. And I was like, oh man, I could totally see her in this role back in 78. Um, Right where she was kind of peaking as an actress. Because of course, when you play a Bond girl, it's like... You, you get your fame right. there a little bit, you know, um, and then this might not be the best choice for a lot of people. I went through a lot of different actresses. Mm-hmm. I was really set on casting a black actress mm-hmm. for for uh, Lois. And I, I, I was I couldn't really think of one at the top of my head that would really work specifically. But I was going with somebody who can play kind of a reporter who talks fast, who then can fall in love and can, can swoon over somebody. Um, I, I kind of had said to G I wish that Rachel McAdams was a little bit younger yeah, because I could see her in this type of role and she, but I ended up going with, um, and, and again, I don't know if you're going to like this too much, but I, I, went with Emma Watson. Okay. It's not typical. It's not what I'm going for specifically, but I do think that she has the range to go from like snooty. I'm busy. I have things to do. I have this to look at somebody and be like, holy shit, I'm in love. And not make it cheesy because I think she has that. I think I, you need an actress who does have that range.
0: So, I think, I think almost the opposite. Like, I think Lois needs to be a little bit older. I think, I think her in five to ten years is a great choice. But I, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I do like. So,
1: that. would you actually like the Rachel McAdams thing better?
0: I think so. I think, I think Lois. So my Lois is older than my my Clark. And I think that okay. works for this the dynamic. I mean, Rachel McAdams is great, and I I, I do like Emma Watson as an actress. But I, I, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't go wrong. Like really, like I mean, look at I mean the, the most recent one, like Amy Adams is Lois, and it's like, I think that that works, you know. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I I like Emma Watson as well.
1: Did they uh, make her? I haven't seen. Did they make her a um a brunette?
0: No, she has her, her natural hair color.
1: Oh, she does. Okay. Just,
0: yeah. Just okay. Yeah. No, I, I, but she, she's here again. Those movies, uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on them because I, some people really, really love them.
1: And yeah, i I, I think, I'm, I think after this one, I'm, I'm now going to go through the rest of the Superman movies in order and then I'm going to jump onto the DC train.
0: Because be, I haven't it's...
1: seen any of them except for like Christopher Nolan's Batman's, which have nothing to do with the DC one. Yeah. So I, I have to get on board because I haven't seen any of them. So,
0: yeah. So my Lois is, uh, so this actress is primarily known for like a big uh, TV role that she had. Um, but you can Google her and she just like looks like Lois Lane. And she's, she's a great actress. Um, she, the actress is Michelle Dockery. And she was one of the main characters in Downton Abbey. But yeah, it just just put her into Google, and it's like okay, like she she looks exactly like Lois Lane in my head, and she's she also has that like sharp
1: wit. Of, of yeah, the just 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 by her face, I think she's a Lois Lane perfect type. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, and and she's she's great. I think she's she'd be perfect for the role. So, Superman, how? do you cast Mm -hmm. the last son of how how do
1: i i will give you my modern first and then my 78 version because i thought my modern was a slightly easier okay um i think he's a little short but i think you know gia also thought he was short but we were like Mm -hmm. you know what the way movies are made nowadays it doesn't matter you could make anybody Mm -hmm. look the way you want i went with zach efron Mm -hmm. um he has the face yeah you know he has the hair uh you put him in a superman costume uh he's gonna look fucking buff. He's gonna look great. He's gonna yeah. look he's gonna look perfect. Uh and you put him in the suit and you put him with the glasses on and he can also do that because he has range. Um this is this is a guy who went from high school musical to playing fucking Ted Bundy. Right. Um, you know, so I have no no problems with him playing playing Kent um or Superman. My 78. Okay, so this is So interesting. My,
0: my 78, there was there was one guy who I read that was sort of
1: up for it that i think could have worked okay definitely not the one i chose because i don't think his name was even mentioned
0: so uh robert redford was the name that i read that was like he could have done it yeah
1: me and gia were talking about it we looked at pictures and we just we just didn't see it maybe it was just us um but i know that robert redford uh, was up for it. Clint Eastwood was up for it and James Kahn was up for it. Not yeah, and, not
0: like that of those three, I was like, Redford could have done it. It would have been different, but it would have worked. The other two would not have worked at all. I
1: just pictured James Kahn being like, you're not getting me in that fucking suit. Yeah. No way. Um yeah Lois, well, like, so I can read your we, fucking
0: mind. Like what are you
1: <laughs> Yeah but a bing uh seriously this was tough. Gia mentioned this guy's name and I went what? And we looked at pictures of him in the late 70s and we were like, holy shit. There's a picture of him with a shirt off and he was fucking buff, mm-hmm. he had jet black hair. And I think this guy is so charismatic. And that is Richard Gere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, would oh, have a oh, great choice.
0: Yeah. He would have the, like, and this is kind of weird to say about Superman, he would have the gentleness of the character that, like, that would, it, it, it would be, necessary to for him to like for, for it to work you know yeah. he would have that like oh hi you know sorry that yo thank you know, no, no problem i got you I, yeah
1: and he's he's that guy too where he's overlooked you know I, I remember seeing him in primal fear and being like yeah he's a good actor he plays a good lawyer and stuff and he's got a lot of wit and charisma and then he's like dancing around in chicago and singing and i'm like this guy's got range man <laughs> yep
0: yeah. so my uh, my Clark by Superman. Um, so it's, it's an actor who is on the verge of being a huge star. Like it's, it's tough to to get somebody in like a level of like their career development to be like five years, this guy's going to be massive. Yeah. And he's like one role away. He doesn't have the one thing he doesn't have is the black hair, but you can dye his hair black. You know, we sure. could, it, it can work. Uh, the actor's name is Glenn powell Glenn powell glenn powell he's going to be in the top gun sequel later this year that might be his big breakout he was in hidden figures he played john glenn and in that he has like the very much has the like american hero like square jawed dude yeah Um, yeah and like he's in great shape you probably he'd probably have to bulk up a little bit uh to, to play superman but
1: well, yeah, Christopher Reeve certainly did too,
0: yeah, but he has that kind of like steely jawed all American look, and uh, I think he'd make i think again, I wanted to to try to tap somebody in the same stage of their career as Christopher Reeve was in, like the up and coming guy, you know, I was like Chris Evans could do it, but like do you want to just put Chris Evans in it, you know right to- right i mean he,
1: he was he gonna play a third superhero right.
0: Right. And like, there's so many guys, you know, John Krasinski, he could do it, but like, you know, do you want to take like a super famous guy who's going to like, you know, it's like, I I want it to be like, because again, the problem here is the role of Superman, you you have to see him as Superman. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I could have gone with. The guy I picked for frigging Iron Man, too. I could have went with Chris Pine again. Somebody like his. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, I think that Superman, one of the big things about him, whether you want to, you know, believe it or not, is that he is supposed to be eye candy on screen. Oh, sure. You're not going to get somebody who's not that attractive to play Superman, bottom line. You need somebody who's, like, got that look, you know? And, you know, I've, I've
0: I've used him so much, and he's playing a version, like, a different version of the character, you know, Michael B. Jordan, is like yep. so you know i you know i looked at it i was like i don't want to use them again um but you know same like, with me
1: geo was like lex luther dicaprio and i was like i would love it but i use yeah. too much
0: yeah i was like i don't want to use them again and also it's like you have to see like if to me if if you see yeah i just see fucking like adonis creed like flying around saving people you know or like or killmonger flying around saving people you know it it like it's 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 a tough role to cast and you know i I think a lot of people who played the role in movies i don't want to say they regretted it but it's it's not been like the easiest shadow to get out of Mm -hmm. but you have to look at it from both directions it's like well it's not i really really would have been interested to see what nick cage's version would have been
1: i don't want to know
0: i <laughs> uh, cuz he like i, I cuz that movie would have been weird you know that like yeah that, like tim burton does superman with nick cage you know there's the like famous picture of him like it's not it's not the hair he would have had he would cut his hair but he has like long black hair um, right you know, in the like picture of it, like the backstage picture uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like what ifs, like you know Superman casting over the years that you know, you, you wonder what it, what would it have been like, right? Um, and I'm, I'm really interested to see because like as we stand now, you know at the time of recording, uh, WB has just sort of been spun off with Discovery, so they're kind of under new leadership, yeah. Who's saying that like we really need to get these DC characters figured out? So yeah whether that means Henry Cavill gets another shot or they're looking for a new Superman I don't know uh, and 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 and, and uh, I, I you know it's not a movie thing so but like complete shout out right now the show Superman and Lois on the CW uh one of my favorite versions of the character on screen played by Tyler Hoechlin um he he's, he's like an older version of the character it's like yeah the, the show is basically about like Superman and Lois have had children and it's about them yeah. like trying to like live their lives. Uh, but he's, he does a great job and there's, there's a lot of great takes on the character that are out there. Uh, but I, I wonder, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what we get going forward. Yeah. It uh,
1: should be interesting to see, to see another 5 million uh, Batmans and Supermans. because it that'll just be, keep being remade to the end of time. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> until, until they figure it out. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 to me, it's interesting where they go with this. So, Give anything mis- miscellaneous?
1: Uh, yeah, I got two things actually. Um, cool. I know that Marlon Brando couldn't rem- did, not couldn't remember his lines, just didn't want to remember his lines. He did that for the fucking Grey- Godfather as well. For the Godfather, like I mean, yeah. come on! But he he had he had fucking lines from the script written on the fucking baby's diaper.
0: Yeah,
1: it was, I mean, come on! I mean, yeah, like we did a funny little skit where I was just like, oh man, like, hey, listen, like could you just put some lines in the kid's diaper? Like, it was it his idea. Like,
0: well, the, the thing lazy. that he's... The, the weird, like, logic, he was like, yeah, you know, it's gonna... If I don't know the lines, then it's gonna come out more legitimate. Like, it's me <laughs> no, really saying Marlon, them. No, Marlon, you're just fucking lazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Dick Donner's just like, ugh. Yeah. Fuck. Seriously. Um, <laughs> I guess. But in, Yeah, and then my other thing was, apparently Carrie Elway's was on set, and his job... Uh, I mean, he's an unknown, basically... Uh, he, uh, his job on set was to get Marlon Brando out of his trailer each day.
0: Oh, the worst job and in the history of Hollywood.
1: I guess, I guess Brando would always refuse, even though at one point, I think it, was, it said in the trivia that Brando was making like a million dollars a day, considering <laughs> if you add everything together with like the profits he would get from the movie, which he ended up suing on. But apparently he didn't even call Cary Elwes by his name. He just kept calling him Rocky for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Brando just doesn't care enough to even remember this guy's name. Oh man, Rocky! That's my miscellaneous. You <laughs> <Right>, with <well>, what?
0: <laughs> no, you're Rocky. That he's he's talking like fucking the uh, Vito Corleone. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Mr. Yeah.
0: Mr. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Brando, my name is Carrie Elwes. I'm a PA. No, you're Rocky.
1: <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, you might be David. <laughs> I no, I think you'll be Rocky.
0: Uh,
1: Mr. Brando, would you
0: please come out of your trailer? no
1: <laughs> nothing else no
0: could you get me a sponge bath
1: <laughs> Marlon it's 4pm not today
0: no. <laughs> Marlon are, are you awake yet
1: no the, fuck out of here. <laughs> the kids Carrie's like you know what they just fired me because I can't get you out of here Carrie <laughs> walks away Mar- you hear a family in the back of Marlon's like you know Rocky you could have been a contender <laughs> Ron he always was like, fuck off. You could have gone the distance. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, then forgets, his, he forgets his lines. Then he sends his baby to Earth. And he's like, no call it my boy. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> it's too that bad version that version of in Brand- wasn't Brando
0: talking to our version of Pacino instead of the Godfather.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, How
1: would you like to get some drugs?
0: <laughs> and today's the, filming.
1: Pacino's in the sky with Lois, and he's like, well near God, he's close by, and he's laughing his sick fucking ass off." Al, Al those aren't the lines. Al, those aren't the lines. Al.
0: <laughs> Al, you should really learn your lines. It's very unprofessional. If you're not know Al, Brando. <laughs> Al, we're gonna do. What we, there's a lot of lessons we're gonna do.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm a teenager. My dad just died. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Actors. This the is not the movie Something happened, movie happened on the set of the godfather to drive all these people crazy.
1: Yeah, oh for sure. <laughs>
0: okay. for sure. So let's uh let's go to the Oscars. Uh, the year was nineteen seventy-nine. For movies released in 1978, of course, uh, best picture is won by The Deer Hunter.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: other nominees are Coming Home, Heaven Can Wait, Midnight Express, and An Unmarried Woman. I th- so this movie is very choppy, and I think it's like it's it's very. There's a lot to love about this movie. I. I, I get why it would not have been in contention with Best Picture. Um, hmm. And we, we should say, speaking of uh, you know, speaking of The Godfather, uh, Mario Puzo does have a draft on this movie, on Superman the movie.
1: I saw his name and I was like, what?
0: So from what I've read, not much of what he wrote made it into the movie, but they just put his name in the front of it to be like, see, it's the guy who wrote The Godfather.
1: Well, I, I read that he, he he didn't really get the... The full chance to proceed because he was fired because at one point he had Luca Brazzi put a baby in an oven during the Superman Yeah, this film is crazy.
0: Didn't look at it. Superman's like, say, it like, you know, he's like, you're running past the train, like, Luca just like in the back, like, murdering a child. It's bizarre.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was going to have Luca Brazzi train Clark Kent.
0: has <laughs> the Fortress Solid, too. He was like, this is Luca. <laughs> I'm your father, Jarrell. This is this Luca. Is Luca. <laughs> he'll be he'll be handling your tr- physical training.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. will be if you you got any problems, you got any troubles, you go to Luca. Uh
0: all right. So, uh best director. Um
1: we can I'm sorry. We can we could do that all. We could make a full episode of just <laughs> ruining movies
0: with Marlon Brando. <laughs>
1: Marlon
0: Brando and Al Pacino ruin movies. Um <laughs> It's he the best tells, director, uh, Michael Cimino. He, he, tells Super,
1: he, he tells Superman that Tatelia is a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Let me tell you something
1: General <laughs> Zod was a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> he could have never fought Santino. Clark's <laughs> like, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> All right, proceed.
0: Uh, my, so Michael Cimino wins the best director for The Deer Hunter, Hal Ashby nominated for Coming Home, Warren Beatty, and Buck Henry for Heaven Can Wait. Uh, acquaintance of the show Woody Allen in interiors and Alan Parker from Midnight Express.
1: That's your boy Chris. that's your boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get We gotta keep Woody in one of these so Chris doesn't hunt us down.
1: You know yeah, what? let's I, keep woody in. this is for you Chris. I'm yeah. gonna say Woody stays. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> Best actor. So here's I think where we can have a sort of conversation. Uh, John Voigt in Coming Home wins Warren Beatty in Heaven can Wait. Gary Busey in the Buddy Holly story. Robert yes. De Niro, the deer hunter, and Lawrence Olivier and the boys from Brazil. Wow, what a list. I really think Christopher Reeve belongs here.
1: Hmm. Uh, what do you replace, though? Um, man. I mean, you it's, try replacing De Niro, you know you're going to get, nah, 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 Rick. nah, <laughs> nah. Not a little bit. Not Bobby. A little bit. <laughs> nah, nah. We should
0: get Robert De Niro out of there. He, he, he already won for playing the character that I...
1: Created. Um, <laughs> Marlon, keep your fucking <laughs> yourself. He just buds-, buds in every conversation.
0: He's like, fuck that De Niro guy. That guy sucks.
1: <laughs> Marlon, Marlon, me and Rick are having a conversation. Can you stay the li- in the corner? He could not <laughs> sniff
0: my jock.
1: All right, let Rick finish, Marlon.
0: Uh, such a prick. I know. God. <laughs> fuck you, Robert. Get- Marlon, please.
1: Very Busey. Like <laughs> <a> fucking psychopath. <laughs> no, Man, no. He, no, he was this, good as Buddy Holly, Marlon.
0: He's, he's very he's Busey's good as Buddy Holly. That's
1: I'm the performance tem- of his lifetime. You, you, you know,
0: I'm tempted, as like sacrilegious as it may sound, to bump Olivier. What movie was that in again? The Boys from Brazil.
1: Okay, which yeah, is like Nazis I mean. are
0: hiding in South America. Um, oh,
1: okay,
0: which is, which is a great movie, but. Man, I Reeve is brilliant in this. And I, I don't think we'll ever get a chance to nominate Christopher Reeve for an Oscar again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody, uh, any of his other I'm movies gonna, necessarily stand up.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you 100 yeah. percent
0: Best actress, I don't think I don't think Lois is really uh
1: not after that sky speaking.
0: Yeah, yeah, tough uh tough moment there for her. Uh supporting actor though, maybe uh Maybe uh, Hackman here. Um
1: Brando has anything to say about it. <laughs> Come
0: on, Brando. Get me the fuck in there. Um I'm gonna fight Robert De
1: Niro on the stage. Um even if I even <laughs> if I did win, even if I did, I wouldn't take the award because of the way you portray Native Americans in Hollywood. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you, Marlon. That's a very important point. Uh, we're not
1: nominating you anyway. Well, yeah. I'm just saying
0: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Walken, which is a, a, an impression I don't have in my arsenal, wins for the Deer Hunter. Uh, Bruce... Wow!
1: I was in the Deer Hunter! <laughs> Christopher, alright, we already got my
0: uh Bruce Dern is nominated in Coming Home, Richard Farnsworth in Comes a Horseman, John Hurt in Midnight Express, and Jack Warden in Heaven Can Wait.
1: When I keep hearing ke- uh, Heaven Can Wait, I keep thinking of Heaven's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> probably not the same uh thing but did they have they ever made a movie about heaven's gate i don't think they have i i i'm not
0: sure yeah so i mean that's a, that's a great that's a great uh list of nominees um but do we want to i mean hackman hackman's great um
1: is it is it good enough yeah that's
0: that's what I'm kind of struggling with i, I, like it. I, I I'm I like okay it. with leaving him out I think I think I really... mean, the,
1: the guy the guy's fucking responsible for having Popeye's chicken yeah that's true you know like he doesn't need another thing here that's true he's probably nominated for what he know, he had to been nominated for unforgiven um uh, a few other movies, I, so. the, I mean
0: I, I would think the conversation um yep. You Know, uh, let me let me look Let's see his list of-
1: and then of course his role in the bird keeps at the end when he when he dresses and drag to escape the, the, the club.
0: That's that's true. Um, so he's nominated, so he wins uh, best supporting uh, for Unforgiven, he wins best actor in French Connection, he's nominated for uh, best actor in Mississippi Burning. Best supporting for I Never Sang for My Father, which is not a movie I've seen from '71, so pretty early in his career, and he's nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Bonnie and Clyde, Jesus, which is a phenomenal movie. He uh, has
1: to be like in his '90s.
0: He, yeah, he's the old. He's he's reti- He's been retired from acting for quite some time. Yeah, um, yeah, he's 92, but he's I mean, he's great living legend. Yeah, and he he deserves a. Uh, a long, uh, wonderful retirement. Love that guy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I tip my hat to him, but I, I don't think he belongs in the category of this year.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, great Lex Luthor. Uh, so now we come to the well. Actually, first of all, what are you eating with this movie?
1: Man, what are you eating with this? Maybe some, uh, maybe some kryptonite jello. Kryptonite jello. Yeah, I mean, how have they not marketed this yet? You make the kryptonite glowing green. So what cello. you want to take
0: is the thing that kills Superman. Yeah. Like a radioactive
1: material. Well, it has, it has to be radioactive or else why are you getting it? I mean, you can just yeah. be like, oh, it's kind of like the Ghostbusters high seat. No, no, no. I'm not just saying changing no. the flavor and the color. I'm saying you need to put some shit in this thing.
0: You know what I mean? Like, just go back to the whole Kansas of it all. Just like some corn on the cob. It's like a buttery, I mean, salty corn on the cob. Some fucking cornbread, too. Oh, some cor- cornbread. I think that's it. Just,
1: uh, you know what? How about a meatloaf dinner with cornbread? Yeah, just all-American.
0: What Clark Kent would eat. What Ma Kent
1: all, would make all for Clark. Yep. Yeah. As we're watching a college football game on TV. Yep,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Not Kent. that I really want to do that, but...
0: We're doing it. We're eating some stick-to-your-ribs American food, watching and then we'll just,
1: college and then we'll, football. We'll, Will fall asleep in the hay outside, Absolutely. looking at the stars.
0: All right, so now we come to the most important part of the show, and that is when I put thirty seconds on the clock. Derek, you tell us why this is the greatest movie of all time. Are you ready? Not really. You know what? I, I I can't help you there. You should be ready. Three, two, one, go.
1: Superman, nineteen seventy eight. I think this is a good movie. It's it started. It started things in the right direction. Uh, the, the, the cinematography is good. The, the, the acting is good. The, the script is good. The music is the best part of the movie by far. John Williams, you are the best. Thank you, John Williams. Thank you, John.
0: Thank you. All right, that is time. All right, so that's been our episode of Superman. Thank you so much for listening. Let's talk about what we have coming up here. Uh, next week, we close out Superhero Month with Captain America, the first Avenger. More, make mine Marvel, Captain America. Uh, then, for me... May...
1: Starring Nomar Garcia Parra.
0: I'm sorry, I was just adjusting my gloves. Um, <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's talk about sequel month.
1: Oh, I'm lo- I've been looking forward to this for a while.
0: Yep. So we um, we're gonna welcome Gia back to the show for our episode where Derek and I just shit talk Dobby, and that is Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. Oh man,
1: this is this is this is the awkward phase the, Harry Potter movie.
0: We we don't agree on hating things too much, but I think there's stuff in this movie that we both hate.
1: Yeah, you know what though, I will say, and I'll talk about this more in that episode, but. I do like the actor who voices Dobby. So, yeah. I'll, Tom I'll Jones, great that.
0: actor. Great actor. Yeah. Not his best role. Um, <coughs> then we're going back. We're continuing the original trilogy with The Empire Strikes Back. All right. Some would say the best Star Wars movie. We'll see what we
1: think. Then. Do we have any guests for that one? No. Holy shit. I'm surprised. No. Maybe we should get on that. Or maybe it's just us two. Who we'll knows?
0: Could be. Then we're gonna finish up the original Indiana Jones. As far as I'm concerned, the last Indiana Jones movie that was made up to this point.
1: Yep, until until Mads Mickelson fucking yep. kills it.
0: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to watch Speaking that. Speaking of I, Sean I can Connery. watch that movie. Yeah, I can watch that any fucking day.
0: And then we've uh you know, to to round out the month, we've uh we spoiled it already. A little bit in our uh, our episode from a couple of weeks ago, it, but uh, it chapter two. Yes, it chapter two. No, it's going to be we're, <laughs> we're calling up the Joker. We're uh, introducing chaos to the equation. Yes, a wasp hole protector. Let's put a, a silent smile guardian. On my face. The Dark Knight. So we. I, have, I can't
1: wait. I just can't yeah. wait to talk about how nuts Batman's voice is in that. Wars. the joker cannot win these people got them they're gonna show you that they believe in, in he's <laughs> Heath just like can we can we just stop can we, can we redo that i'm gonna die in like seven days
0: can't wait to tell the story about the first time i saw that one
1: sweet
0: yeah you were there oh well, <laughs> I,
1: as i said that i was like
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the month of june is the the month uh, it's our birthday month it's rex picks and it's rick's picks wow. so i can't
1: time can't, is flying dude time
0: is flying by dude,
1: i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a ripe ripe 35
0: ripe. Uh, you, you're pretty fucking ripe uh yeah. <laughs> all right so that's been our episode of superman hope you enjoyed that join us next week for captain america the first avenger i have been your favorite co-host, the last son of Krypton, Rick Barrasso.
1: And just quickly, just a special thanks to all the people we've had on here today. We want to just say thank yes. you to Christopher Walken, Al Pacino, Marlon Brando. You know, you guys want to come Robert on next time. Robert De Niro. Text. Fuck De Niro, that Robert you know. De Niro. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon. It's a piece with of that. shit.
0: Marlon, get the fuck all out
1: of here. All right. <laughs> just you Fucking Jesus. Uh, uh, and I have been your other co-host, the Kryptonic wonder. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Just fucking end it. Keep watching, everyone.